hear about all of the treatments for chronic and major health problems, but often don't know what works and what may not. There are advantages in conventional medicine, as well as inroads that are being made in alternative medicine, natural healing, and biological dentistry. Welcome to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. We'll sort everything out and bring it to you in easy-to-understand terms. Now, here is Dr. Robbins. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Functional Medicine with me, Dr. Howard Robbins. As you heard, our show is designed to talk to you about health problems and give you not only the, um, what the problems are, but answers on how to deal with it. Um, I always, today we have a very important show. It's part two of to be or not to be vaccinated. That is the question concerning the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine, uh, experimental vaccine, which, as you're going to learn, is not a vaccine at all. It actually is not a vaccine, all right? So I hope that piques your interest into listening to what else we're going to tell you today. Um, and believe me, I don't make anything up. Most people learn about me right off the bat that um, I lie about nothing. I tell the truth about everything, even if it's going to hurt, rather than suffer the embarrassment of being caught in the lie. Um However, before we begin the show, I want to thank our sponsors, Promolife.com. Um, uh, Promolife makes the finest medical grade and, and, and home care ozone machines uh, that you can get. Um, they're all made here in the U.S., which is another big important thing. So it's not coming from China um, or some other place where even just getting things repaired is a problem. Um, yes, I use other medical ozone generators in my office as well. Patients have asked me about that. Uh, but that's a very for very special types uh, of ozone therapy. Most of the doctors in this country would do very well with a Promolife um, ozone machine. And certainly for home care ozone, which is wonderful, we've done shows on it, um, their machines are certainly the best you can possibly hope to get at prices that are really affordable. And speaking of prices, if you go to Promolife.com, that's P-R-O-M-O-L-I-F-E.com, backslash voice, V-O-I-C-E, they will give you 10% off all ozone generators and accessories for this week. 10% off all ozone generators and accessories. That is a huge savings. So you can get all the supplemental things their nebulizer the nebulo 3 which is amazing for sinus issues particularly around covid um but for any kind of sinus allergy problems um all their different accessories and the machine itself the generators itself including all the parts you need at 10 percent off so please contact them if you have any questions just call promolife. Um, get their phone number at promolife.com. Give them a call, and they'll be very happy to help you. Then, of course, we have um, our one of our parent advertisers and products here, um, Doctors Biome, available at doctorsbiome.com. That's D O C T O R S B I O M E doctorsbiome.com. This is without a doubt 
the most one of the most important products of its of its kind ever. It's a probiotic drink that also has the prebiotics in it. So it's called a symbiotic. Living bacteria patented may patented meaning that they were created these bacteria were changed in a way so they could su- safely of course so they could survive the stomach over 90% where capsule powder and tablet probiotics are destroyed over 90% in the stomach these will survive over 90% getting into the gut getting into the wall of your colon and combining into the wall of your colon so that they can help repair the gut wall, get yeast in balance, help relieve constipation and irritable bowel and leaky gut and Crohn's and all those other digestive diseases and disorders. It's just, an, and it's delicious because it's grown in a 100% organic mint, kale, lettuce, cucumber, celery, apple, lemon juice. So it's an absolutely delicious drink. At the same time, it can boost your immune system and help you fight any viral infection and other problems. It helps in weight reduction that um, because of its benefits. It helps in mood issues when you have anxiety and depressive issues. It can help in mood issues with the brain. It can help in autism. It has so many different potential benefits. If you try it, you won't be sorry. Um, And if you tell them when you order it, you can put in the coup as a coupon code as a first time buyer, radio 20, R A D I O radio 20. And you will get 20% off the retail price of the product. Um, for, and it's, it's, it's now coming out. Oh, by the way, very important. As of now, as of this show, you'll be able to buy it in boxes of 15, One of the things the company was brilliant about was to change from glass bottles, which I believed had been the best thing you could use at the time, to a very special custom-made PET plastic, PET plastic. PET or PETE plastic has been used for over three decades. It's been tested and studied research studies that validate its extreme safety. So you don't have to worry about using plastic in this case because when you drink it, you're going to throw it away. And another problem was, I don't know how many of you are green out there, but we are very green and green sensitive in my house. Um, And, you know, recycling is very big. And what we found was that many recycling plants in the United States um, are not recycling glass anymore. There's ju- it's just no value to them to do that. Whereas the PET plastic is extremely recyclable. It breaks down into components very simply and easily, so it can be remanufactured um, into other things. So the PET plastic is very green. It's very sustainable. That's another issue for us greenies. And um, it, it was just and a wider mouth on the bottle as well, because they had it specially made, so it's easier to chug a lug that little two ounce shot each day. Um, so lots of changes, and here's the best of all: they're giving you more and charging you less. That's what all New Yorkers want. You know, give me more, charge me less. So the 
uh, more you're going to get more for your money now and for less money in the end uh, per bottle. So the price per bottle was lowered significantly and the um, quality has never changed. So remember to use the code radio 20 and you'll get 20% off the retail price. Now let's get into the show. Last week we began our show talking about the COVID experimental vaccines and now I found out, because I keep researching this more and more, here's, here's an interesting bit of news. You all know what patents are. In case you don't, for the few of you that may not, a patent is something, a legal document that's taken out to protect your product from other people taking it and copying it. So when you patent a, um, a medication, for example, you patent the medication so that no other company can produce that medication for a period of so many years. Unfortunately, it often drives the price of something up very high because they have to recover all their costs of um, development. Well, and then eventually, you know, the generics come out. And once the generics come out, you know, prices for things come down quite a bit. But you can patent any unique product. Any unique product can get patented. Can't patent an apple, okay? But you can patent the process that may grow a very special, highly um, um, uh, vitamin, uh, uh, an apple with huge amounts of vitamins and minerals and things in it. So it's possible to get a patent on things you normally wouldn't think of. Well, Patents are done not just nationally, but internationally as well, so that nobody can just steal your product and, um, and start using it and making it on their own. And they get patents for everything, and probably even pocketbooks and all that are patented as well from the big companies. Well, I checked into this, and uh, when I heard it, to just double-check and see if it's true, apparently the experimental vaccines that some 56,281,827 people have taken in the United States alone are not vaccines. You are actually getting, you are actually getting a, a gene therapy. It's a gene, it's patented as a gene therapy. Check this out. I don't make anything up. I'm always ha open to people proving me wrong because uh, we're only interested in the truth here. So what does that mean? Well, we, we talked about it on the last show. mRNA vaccines are not really vaccines. It's a gene therapy designed to take the RNA uh, genetic material and combine it with your DNA. If you don't know what RNA and DNA are, go look it up. Do some homework. It's time you started learning about some of this. But I believe that most everybody listening to the show knows what I'm talking about. So this is a gene therapy. This mRNA um, uh, particles are designed, genetic material is designed to get into your body and reach every one of your cells and combine with the DNA in your cells to create a new DNA. 
And the new DNA is supposed to be resistant to the virus. This is very serious. You need to look into this and decide whether you want your genes manipulated. So one of the problems with this is that there are no long-term benefits nor long-term side effects that have been studied. Their anticipation is that because of viral mutations, it may only be good for so many months after you get the vaccine. So you have to be vaccinated with a new vaccine somewhat sometime thereafter once they develop it, and so on and so on. Well, there's a lot of money in this, in case you're wondering why would they want to do such a thing. Um, but you've got to realize the long-term effects have not been studied. Uh, there's a joke that goes, uh, two mice are sitting around talking, and one says, are you going to get that COVID vaccine? And the other mouse says, what, are you crazy? They haven't finished human trials yet. That's funny, by the way. So uh, <laughs> so uh, that's, that's, that is a serious problem. Normally, a vaccine, if it's a real vaccine, doesn't get permitted for, to be used for seven to 10 years, this, this vaccine was approved within six to seven months of production. Um, and <laughs> there's a lot of information that I have to share with you. We're going to have to do at least three or four of these shows um, before it's too late. But um, there's a lot of things that you need to learn about this before you make a, a, an informed choice whether or not to do anything about it, because the RNA vaccine, as they're calling it, gene therapy, will permanently, could, could permanently alter your DNA. We can't say it will permanently alter your DNA because we hasn't been around long enough to prove that. So nobody can say to you, oh, it will permanently alter your DNA. You point out to them, hey, you don't know that as a fact yet. It may not have any long-term effects that are adverse to us. We don't know yet. It's a chance you're, you've got to be willing to take when you go to get that vaccine because you're not going to be able to do anything about it afterwards. And it's not whether you can sue and get some money or not. It's, it could affect your health for the rest of your life. In fact, if you look at the, um, on the Center for Disease Control, the CDC, um, they talk about uh, local reactions, systemic reactions, adverse events, and serious adverse events from both these different uh, vaccines that are predominantly, be well, gene therapies that they're, they're using currently. And they break it down among age groups and things like that. Uh, I don't want to go over both of them because they're both very similar in many ways. But we can go over, for example, let's go over the, the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, haha, experimental vaccine gene therapy, and the placebo. So remember, they always use a placebo, which means it has everything but the mRNA in it, which means it does have other chemicals in it. And if you look up, as we talked about some of these other chemicals on the last show from last week, uh, you'll learn, you can go look them up and see what all these effects can be. 
So among all the study vaccine recipients that were asked to complete the diaries of their symptoms during the seven days after vaccination, remember, they only, they only looked into it for seven days, um, 84.7%, that's 85%, reported at least one local injection site reaction. So expect to get a reaction in the injection site. Don't freak out. It's going to happen. Okay? And you'll decide whether or not you want to risk it or not. But just imagine, you're 80, that's 85 out of 100 people will have a reaction in the injection site. And they broke it down into different age groups. Um, 88.7% was the young, uh, uh, in the younger group. That was 18 to 55. Keep this in mind. People under 45 years of age have a, point, have a 99.998% chance of barely even knowing that they got the virus unless they have some other underlying disease. You will not, you may have a note, your nose may run. You think you have a cold. It's only people over the age of 45 or people under the age of 45 who have other serious diseases or conditions that have any real concern. So there's no, no one under the age of 45 virtually, unless you have a serious disease or problem should even consider getting the vaccine in my opinion. But this is not for me to tell you what to do. I ain't your boss. You'll make up your own minds. 79%, close to 80% in the older group reported at least one local reaction. The most frequent one uh, from, you know, from the vaccine was redness and then you know, followed by swelling. Redness and swelling. So don't get concerned if you, unless it gets severe. Um, you know, one of the real problems is if you look up the information that Moderna and Pfizer puts out about their own product, they tell you that you shouldn't leave the, uh, the, the site for an hour. But let's talk about that as soon as we come back from our commercial break. We'll be right back here with very important information for you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. 
Interested in ozone therapy, but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Okay, everybody. So we're getting back to... um, what to expect if you get vaccinated, what the risks are, how important it is. And before the show is over, I'm going to give you what you can do to help treat this. If you do believe you're getting, you become ill to prevent you from needing to be hospitalized at all, um, which is a very serious thing. Um, my mom right now, may God bless her, is um, in a hospital down in Florida, uh, where she became ill with COVID. And um, I couldn't get down there fast enough to help, unfortunately. Uh, we're hoping she's doing well now. And when she comes out of the hospital, um, I'm going to be going down there to treat her daily uh, with ozone, of course, as well as some of these other things I'm going to tell you about. And um, hopefully within a week, I should have her well. Right now, we are on patient number 25 post-COVID infection, meaning they have the symptoms. This one, the patient number 25, got it last March. The sim- she's done other things. The symptoms have not gone away. So we just began therapy on her, and we're hoping to get her well, hopefully very rapidly. Um, so back to what what's interesting is if you go and look on Pfizer and Moderna's website and you look at their particular va- their vaccinations, which you now know are not really vaccinations, all right, um, they tell you that you can have an anaphylactic, that's a severe allergic reaction, and you could die from this, and um, uh, allergic anaphylactic reaction to either the mRNA or one of the components in the vaccine. And unfortunately, unless you know you've had one of these components before and you're allergic to it, you won't know until you try it. And they tell you that this can happen generally within 30 minutes of getting the treatment or as much as an hour later or actually as much as an hour, up to an hour later, and then even as much as several hours after the fact. Well, you can, you're not going to stay at the injection um, location, site location, for several hours. But they're sending people away generally in 15 minutes because the CDC said that's okay. Moderna and Pfizer are not saying it's okay, but the CDC says you can leave after 15 minutes because they want to make room for the next person. 
So they're sending you away before you could have life-saving measures taken that have been outlined by the CDC, by Pfizer and Moderna to help you in case you do have this allergic reaction. Well, the risk is low. The risk is actually very low right now. Uh, There have been um, 900, let's see if I have that exact number here. Uh, 901 deaths right now from the vaccinations here in the United States alone. 901 deaths. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. Considering there's over 56 million doses of vaccine that have been given out, what's the difference? 901 deaths. Not many at all. Unless it happens to be you or someone you know and love. That's kind of serious, wouldn't you say? I don't know. Everybody has their opinions. It's for you to decide, not me. Um, So let's get back to reactions. So pain at the injection site was the most frequent and severe solicited reaction among the vaccine recipients. Uh, The younger group actually reported more pain frequently than the older group did. By a, by a few percentage points. And, that, and a similar pattern was observed after you get your second dose. They're making it clear you can't, one dose isn't enough, you have to do two, okay? Um, however, the local reactions are not the ones you have to be concerned about. It's the systemic reactions. And if you go to the CDC's website, they talk about that. It's just you have to search for it. It isn't like it pops up right at you. And um, it's not an easy thing to get. They want you to report them, but then the results being posted are not easy to come by, in my opinion, anyway. I had a search. I'm not that I'm kind of... Com- I'm not that geeky, so it's kind of difficult for me, but I find what, with, with enough time and effort, you can come up with these things. So first, among all vaccine recipients that had to complete their diary, listen to this, 77.4%, that's 77, roughly, and a half percent reported at least one systemic reaction. And if, once again, interestingly enough, the frequency of these systemic adverse events was higher in the younger age group versus the older age group, okay? Not by a lot, but by a few percentage points. The frequency and severity of these systemic events was higher after dose two than after dose one. So once you get that second dose, your chances of getting a systemic reaction is, is more severe. Well, what are, you, what, what are you concerned about? Well, vomiting and diarrhea were exceptions, by the way, um, because uh, it happened, uh, similar reactions happened between the vaccine and the placebo groups, regardless of the dose. So it might have been one of the other components and not the mRNA that caused vomiting or diarrhea. Particularly wonderful thing to have happen, but perhaps maybe it's worth the risk if that's all you're going to worry about. But for both age groups, that's the under 45 and the over 55, uh, over 45, fatigue and headache, new or worsened muscle pain were very common. They were the most common ones. 
Um, the majority of these systemic effects were mild to moderate in severity. Well, that's, that's certainly a plus, but that's just the majority. Some of them were extremely severe. All right. Fever was very common after the second dose um, in both groups, but not horribly common. 10 to 15% of the people getting it developed a fever um, after the second do dose. Um, overall, the, the um, systemic adverse events in the vaccine group generally happened one to two days after either dose and lasted for a day or more. Not too many, not much more than a day, but at least a day. Um, there were only a few very, very severe reactions, not counting the deaths that I mentioned earlier, where fevers lasted for a longer period of time. Um, uh, so things like that. So fatigue, very common. Fever, very common. You could get headaches, chills, and vomiting, diarrhea. The muscle pain and the joint pain could worsen. These were the worst systemic effects and most of the systemic effects that people felt. This is significant to consider whenever you're going to do, if you're going to decide to do this. Now, also, in swelling of the lymph nodes uh, happened in 58 more cases in the vaccine group than in the placebo group. So that meant that whatever the chemicals are that were in the, in the placebo group and in the real thing, if you want to call it, they both can cause that lymph, your lymph glands to swell and become painful. But it was far greater, okay, far greater, um, so was it 64 to 6, okay, <laughs> in the people who got the real thing, got the vaccination with the um, experimental gene therapy. Um, and it could it lasted in most of these people, by the way, quite a bit, over a week, uh, 10 days or more. So just keep this in mind. Bell's palsy, that's where muscles on one side of your face, your eye droops, your muscles droop. It's like it, they twisted your face downward on one half of your face. Um, uh, lasted, uh, happened in, in, a, in some of the people and lasted for quite a while. Um, and then they have what they call serious adverse events. If those things weren't serious enough. Um, and serious adverse events, were, they defined as being any medical occurrence that resulted in death. And as I just reported to you, that you had a large, large number of people that died, in my opinion, 901 just so far from having gotten this vaccination. However, here's another interesting thing. In terms of the um, number of people that are being reported as having this, um, according to the World Health Organization, the CDC has done some things that aren't particularly moral and ethical in terms of the reporting of these particular, uh, these particular things. Um, apparently, what happened was 
they were allowed to make changes and report these things in a very unique and different way than they normally would. And um, because of this, the severe health risks and everything, um, let's change it. Let's make it even simpler. There were 486,000 deaths plus deaths that were reported in this country related to COVID. When you get a death certificate, there's a primary cause of death and often secondary causes of death. The CDC advised the CDC advised um, the health departments around the country that if even if the patient had some other cause of death, heart disease, influenza, heart disease kills 800,000 Americans every year. They should report it as long as, as COVID was present, whether the test was accurate or not, as long as it came out positive, um, and that they should report it as a COVID death as, as number one. So now they're saying that there will be a significantly lower number of total deaths from, from, um, uh, that, that have been reported as much as only 6% of that 486,000 directly related to the COVID virus itself, directly related to the COVID virus itself. And that the virus itself may have only contributed to the, to the deaths, not been the actual cause of the death that's been reported that makes everybody so fearful that they want to run and, and get this vaccination. Then you have a situation like, uh, for example, um, uh, a central New York school district closes after many staff become sick with side effects from the COVID vaccine. So medical workers at St. Joseph's Hospital in Syracuse get their vaccine shots for coronavirus. And um, when they gave it at the Sandy Creek School District, because of all the staff members that became ill after the second vaccine, they, they, ha they had to close the school district down. That's one of the problems with giving this to all our, our healthcare workers. If we give the vaccine to all our healthcare workers and it has an adverse effect on a large number, if not a majority of them, what if it harms them in some way where they can't work? Who's going to take care of the sick people that are out there, not just sick with COVID, but everything else? This is a very serious problem, all caused by the vaccination itself. I mean, you know, at this school district, one third of the people reported feeling ill, including fever and other symptoms. And it's and and the um uh, man who, you know, the superintendent of the school district, uh, this guy Faulkner says, we are a small school district. We had so many folks down and out that we didn't have enough people to staff the schools. Some people get pretty sick with the second shot. Okay. So again, the sore arms, the fevers and all the rest are very small in number. When you get sick and you feel so sick, okay, you may not be able to go to work. So take that in consideration as to when you're going to get this vaccination. 
You, you may want to not get it if you know you have to go on a trip or you have to go to work at a, you know, um, uh, particularly, uh, you know, at, at a particular time. It, it could have a real disastrous and negative effect on you. I mean, Routine observations from following the COVID vaccine show there have been respiratory um, uh, problems, gastrointestinal, cardiovascular, neurologic problems after getting the vaccine. Um, these are the things you have to stick around for at least an hour before you leave the injection site. Because if you have an anaphylactic reaction, you have to be treated for it right away. And most of the symptoms of anaphylaxis will occur within 15 to 30 minutes of the vaccination. But, several, but it can take several hours for the symptoms to appear. So the early signs, and you should know these things, the early signs uh, can resemble a mild allergic reaction where you have um, uh, you know, difficult, a little difficulty breathing. You may get a runny nose and eyes. You may get itchy or swelling. Um, but if you start to feel your throat closing down, if you start, you know, more than just, you may get hives, you know, little red bumps all over your body that are very itchy. Um, these are signs that you're, you know, along with swelling of your lips or tongue, um, and you're, that you, your, your blood pressure may drop tremendously. You might have trouble breathing. These are all signs that you need to be treated with epinephrine, you know, with an EpiPen almost immediately, or you may die. You'll become 902 or 903 or whatever the numbers are going to go up to. Um, and it doesn't have to be, again, from the RNA. It could be from any of these other things. So if you notice that you're getting secretions from your eyes, nose, or mouth, or any of these other th symptoms that I mentioned, make sure you get right back to that center right away or call 911. Uh, let's go to our commercial break, and then we're going to come back with something. What can you do other than get vaccinated? Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Interested in ozone therapy but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. 
Doctor's Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Well, I guess I pretty much made everybody uh, concerned that's listening to this show about whether or not they should really go and get vaccinated. If you already have gotten vaccinated, it's okay. It's too late to cry over spilt milk. It's water under the bridge and all those other cliches. However, if you haven't been vaccinated, you might want to think not twice, but four times about whether or not you should go and get it. Um, Keeping in mind the numbers that If you're under 45, your chances of getting sick with this is less than one thousandth of a percent, okay? Unless you have, you're a high-risk patient. And there are things you can do about it other than getting ozone therapy, okay, which requires more or less a doctor's office, you can go and get a home ozone generator and do rectal insufflation, drink ozonated water. Um, these are things that you can do uh, that will help prevent you from getting the illness in the first place. And prevention is everything. Boost your immune system with doctorsbiome.com uh, and from Doctors Biome, available at doctorsbiome.com. These are things that you could do that would be beneficial in terms of prevention. But there are other things you can do as well, not just for prevention, but as a safe home treatment for most people. When I say most people, there's... Even drinking water can be risky, even if it's purified. So for most people, they can take this without a problem. And by the way, no moral and ethical doctor should ever promise or guarantee a result. Even if you were successful 45,000 patients in a row, you, know, you never know what's going to happen on patient number 45,001. Um, but having said that, the things we're going to talk about seem to be highly sensible and beneficial. It must be so because the Federal Trade Commission has asked me to remove and forced me to remove months ago links from my website to studies that are published on clinicaltrials.gov, our government's clinical trials website, and published in our National Library of Medicine from peer-reviewed medical journals showing that vitamin C and other supplements would be highly beneficial in treating the COVID-19 infection. Um, So let's talk about the COVID, let's talk about this and let's talk about what you can do. Now, 
I always like to give credit where credit is due, and perhaps I'll even be able to get him on my show. Uh, but there's Dr. Vladimir Zelenko. You may have heard of him. Some people, you know, bless uh, the ground that he's walked on. I'm sure there are people out there that curse the day that he was born. But he is an MD that has been uh, treating this from the very beginning here in the U.S. rather successfully. And he's published on it. He's very published on virology and whatnot. And um, if you go to his website of Vladimir, V-L-A-D-I-M-I-R, Zelenko, Z-E-L-E-N-K-O-M-D dot com, okay, uh, then you can get hold of this. He charges a minimal fee if you want to do a consult. I'm hoping I can get him to come on my show. Even if I have to pay him his minimal fee, it might be worth it. The man makes a heck of a lot of common sense, common medical sense, as I call it. So he has fundamental principles. He calls it pre-hospital treatment, meaning that if you think you're getting sick or if you've just begun to get sick, you want to be treated right away. You don't want to wait until you're so bad that you need to be hospitalized over this. Keeping in mind that people under 45 who have no comorbidities and are clinically stable are low risk. It's only the high risk patient who's over the age of 45 that have these comorbidities, maybe are not clinically stable medically, or people under 45 with those you know, symptoms. You know, maybe you have rheumatoid arthritis, you're diabetic. Um, maybe have more than one thing going on, autoimmune disease, HIV uh, po you know, positive, where you, you may have had AIDS, things like that. These people are at higher risk. So he has, a, he has treatment options for you. The treatment options for low-risk patients are really simple. And a lot of this is already from published studies showing its benefits. First, you can take zinc. And, um, you know, zinc comes in various forms. There's zinc picanolate, whatever. You want to make sure it's highly bioabsorbable, meaning it will come through your gut. This is where doctors' biome can help in absorption. And um, highly bioabsorbable. And then when it's in your blood, utilizable by your cells. Zinc can destroy viruses. It's as simple as that. People have been using the zinc lozenges for influenza for a long, long time. So you take 50 milligrams of zinc, he says, for, you know, once a day for seven days. Don't overdo zinc. For men, you know it's good for your prostate and whatnot, but everybody should take zinc, 50 milligrams, one time a day. I think you should be doing it not just seven days if you think you're infected or you get infected with this virus, but you should be doing it prophylactically. Quercetin. Now, quercetin is a supplement, and he, you know, he recommends 500 milligrams twice a day for seven days. Um, quercetin is very available, relatively inexpensive, and it acts as a vehicle to drive the zinc into your cells. And that's where the virus has to go for it to do its harm. It has to get into your cells. So if you take quercetin with the zinc, it's going to drive it in, and it's going to have a, a major effect. 
Now, he recommends 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C once a day for seven days. I recommend taking as much as you can without an upset stomach every two hours. It's absolutely safe and extremely beneficial. He also recommends vitamin D3 at 5,000 IUs, one a day for seven days. I take as much as 20 to 25,000 at a pop because it's very safe. You won't get a hypervitaminosis. And the D3, vitamin D3, is highly utilizable and absorbable. And that's one of the reasons why we switched from vitamin D2 into D3 now. Now, for high-risk patients, he recommends the 50 milligrams of zinc once a day, the vitamin C once a day, 1,000 milligrams, the vitamin D3, and I already told you higher doses are smarter. But he does recommend that they get hydroxychloroquine. And the hydroxychloroquine, he feels is extremely beneficial for this, as has have many. If you have heart problems, you probably should reconsider taking it. If you have heart problems, I wouldn't re necessarily recommend that you take it, but he does recommend that everybody do it. And he tells you to take 200 milligrams twice a day for seven days. But if you can't get hydroxychloroquine, that's when he has you do the quercetin. Okay. And now he has you take the quercetin, 500 milligrams, three times a day for seven days. Then he also recommends azithromycin, a Z-Pak. A Z-Pak is an antibiotic, has risks involved with it, of course. And he wants you to take a Z-Pak, really, or 500 milligrams of azithromycin uh, once a day for five days. Just better to get a Z-Pak and take it. It's easier and best. Or he also recommends a tetracycline called doxycycline. And doxycycline, he has you take 100 milligrams twice a day for seven days. Again, along with vitamin C and D3. Now, he also gives you other treatment options. Ivermectin. Ivermectin at six milligrams twice a day for one or two days has been shown to be very beneficial. Many of my friends and buddies are uh, in Madison are giving ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine uh, to patients with great beneficial results. Dr. Zelenko recommends nebulizing um, uh, with... Uh, uh, a, a form of um, cortisone, if you want to call it that, you know, a steroid, and I'm not in favor of that. If you're going to nebulize, get a, get a, a Nebulo 3 from Promolife and nebulize ozone, which is filtered through a, uh, an oil in the little nebulizer. Very, very brilliant uh, device that they made. Um, relatively inexpensive and um, very valuable and you can nebulize with that, and it filters uh, through um, a pine oil and eucalyptus oil. So it's, it actually is very healthy. Um, Dr. Zelenko recommends de dexamethasone. Well, that's, they're giving that to my mom, eight milligrams one time a day for seven days. Um, dexamethasone, once again, is a cortisone.
It's a, it's a, a, a steroid. And while it's short acting, it can have adverse effects, though less than long acting prednisones do. He'll put you on blood thinners, he says. Well, I'm not against that, except instead of going on the synthetic blood thinners, why don't you get Boloki, which is a lumbrokinase. And for those of you that have to be all vegan, you can get a nanokinase, N-A-T-T-O, a natokinase. Um, I don't know brands or anything on that to say, but look up lumbrokinase, natokinase, go to your local health food store. They ought to be able to um, offer it to you. And these are natural blood thinners, along with taking vitamin C five or six times a day, that will also act as a natural blood thinner. Certainly, if you can get oxygen at home, he recommends that, and any IV fluids. So um, there's more to talk about all this. We're running out of time, as every show seems to. Before we know it, I begin it, and then I look at the clock, and it's over. I want to let everybody know, you're, you're, everybody that wants to take this experimental vaccine, or if you want to be honest about it, experimental gene therapy, is more than welcome by me to do it. I am not telling you not to take the vaccine. If you want to take the vaccine, please be my guest, your own guest, and go ahead and do it. You can thin the herd down that way. It's a natural way to get rid of people, perhaps. And if it doesn't and it works well for you, believe me, I'll be very happy for you. For those of you that would rather grow old and be well, start doing these natural things that we just told you. That's the best way to do it. If you have any questions, please email me at ozonedoctor, O-Z-O-N-E-D-O-C-T-O-R at yahoo.com. Or call me in my Manhattan office at 212-581-0101. That's 212-581-0101. We've had nothing but great success in eliminating this virus, as well as the potential of ozone cleansing, detoxify, and boosting your immune system to help you prevent you from getting it. Um, in addition... You can please remember to go to promolife.com backslash voice and get 10% off your ozone generators and accessories and go to doctorsbiome.com and put in radio 20 to get 20% off your first order. Everybody, please stay safe, stay healthy, stay well. Wash your hands. I think it's a good thing. Wear your masks. I think the mask is a good thing. It stops you from spitting on me and me from spitting on you when we're talking to one another. I think it'd be very valuable for you to do that. So don't hesitate. Continue to wear masks. Make people feel safe. Wash your hands whenever you can. You'll be healthier for all that as well. Everybody, have a great week. We'll be back next week. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Be sure to join us again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be glad to talk again next week. 